Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Gameware Express, where we're actually recording on a Friday. So if you're looking for the show and it's later up than usual, that's why. I'm Adam Arinder. It's Friday, January 17th, 2014. We've got a pretty packed show today, so let's get right to it. As usual, joined by Stephen Martin, Renee Martin, Rachel McCauley. For this week's intro question, I want to do more of a roundtable discussion instead of just going one by one. Um, in the news, there's been a lot of clamor about episodic releases for games. I guess mainly Telltale at this point is the main culprit because when The Walking Dead came out, I guess two years ago now, they could do no wrong. But now everybody's upset because they are releasing, or they have announced so many different projects. Uh, it's been almost four months, and we've had episode two of The Wolf Among Us. Um, no news on episode two of The Walking Dead. And then other games like um, Double Fine releasing only half of Broken Age to try to fund the second half. And Kentucky Route Zero, they're still waiting for episode three. So do you think episodic content, how do you all feel about that? Is it good or bad for releasing games i honestly don't have much of a, an opinion on it so i'm really excited to hear everybody else's opinion especially steven <laughs> oh lord <laughs> hello hello i'm steven hey steven uh, you know i love episode episodic content because i'm a i'm kind of a forgetful gamer mm -hmm. i'll kind of be excited that a game's coming out but maybe i won't necessarily play it at first and then episodic, I can just wait until the whole damn thing is on a disc or something. Mm -hmm. And then, sure, it may be a year later. But as long as I stay off the internet, right, that's entire, the only problem. I can avoid those spoilers. So I, I can't say that I've ever really started a game that's episodic before all of it's already come out. Right. So I, I may have tried the Walking Dead uh, Episode 1 demo, but mm -hmm. then I just bought the whole thing on disc when it was all done. Right now, I will definitely be playing Broken Age mm -hmm. as soon as you back that. Yeah, right? I did. So I downloaded it and I wanted to play it today, but I didn't get around to it. So, um, but I just I'm not typically I don't like to consume that kind of content as it comes out, just because I'd rather just wait until the whole thing is there. So I feel kind of similarly. Um, I didn't play The Walking Dead until it was all out. I can see how it could be a good thing. Because instead of dropping $60 on a game and you don't know if you like it or not, you can just try the first episode for 5 or $10. And if you hate it, you don't have to buy the rest of them. The only problem is if the developers are going to do episodic content, they need to consistently release their games or their, each episode, not go so long without one. That can kind of make people not trust you anymore or then we have like a Half-Life 2 situation forget where, about your game altogether that's right, like, oh, I played on. this 7 months ago I guess I need to play it again if episode 2 is about to come out it's right just... yeah you know I've uh, only played one game that has I guess episodic content but it's not really I, you know I didn't even know what that meant I'm going to be totally honest Like I, was, I just thought it was just like they just named the first game episode one, and then they released the second game, and that's called episode two. Because what's the damn difference? Yeah, like uh, to, to me, it's just the same thing. Like because episode the episodes one, are like two-hour games. That's not really a game. I mean, like, any game, any indie game on Steam story, is a two-hour game, but it's not the complete story. Okay, well, I mean, then that's why they make a sequel, and that's what episode two is. It's its own individual game to me. Like it doesn't make any difference. Like it's the same thing. Like, I, the only game I played with episodic content, quotes unquote, is Fantasy Star Online. And Episode 1 is its own entity. 
So like still waiting for episode four or whatever <laughs> after the card based version of three, which I which I like. Mm-hmm. I love those games. Yeah, so much. it's so. my star online too. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's its own entity. So to me, it's just like I don't see like yeah, episode one is the first game and it costs nine to ten dollars and great, okay. And then episode two is the second game. It's a sequel mm-hmm. and it costs nine to ten dollars. Cool. Like I don't I don't see what the difference is between just thinking of them as their own entities. As opposed to this one big long giant story. Because a sequel to a game is part of a long giant story, like yeah. the Mass Effect series. So like what like that's the, technically if you want to think about it like that way, it's episodic. The big difference with other series that are just having full on sequels is they get so disjointed, especially long running franchises like Resident Evil well, right. where Cough Cough Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They I don't think they ever really had a story <laughs> that. They were just like, We're gonna make a game to pander to people. Um but with a with a franchise that that takes so long and bigger franchises that have years in between in between their sequels, it's like they can totally lose the vision of the development. Well, yeah. And, and the games, the the newer versions, they play so differently. But when you've got a, a series from Telltale, you know, from that episode one all the way to the end of it, it's going to definitely play the same. Yeah. And ideally, there's some kind of overarching story that's just going to wrap it all together at the end it's going to be this amazing reveal and you're going to be like that's the best game i ever played and i can't wait to the next one but well, right because typically those are one game just broken up into four or five pieces and released i wonder if so they that's, like, here. that's like large-scale microtransactions <laughs> yeah, it really is <laughs> really yeah. what it is but do they even know what they're doing you know the, the, the over the course it's like it's like they're making a tv show and they don't they're halfway through the season they don't know where it's going it's like lost didn't know where oh, it was going i feel and, i've heard i've seen a lot of people wish like a game like Alan Wake would actually go to this model because if you played Alan Wake the game it was literally, literally broken to episodes, episodes like with a like a previously show. on Alan Wake right yeah, yeah. which I loved that right. was my favorite part about that game even though I didn't finish it I loved the way it oh, Pokemon really Diamond and Pearl where it's like previously on Pokemon Diamond and Pearl this is cool. what you did and I, no it was stupid really yes it did that <laughs> like, it did that in third gen this. too it did that in Fire Red and Leaf Green yeah, okay yeah. So when you not when you real third gen when you started like a new or when you when you loaded your save it was like hey do you remember what you did you Oh, it was like whenever you turned on, on the, Yeah, I was just like, I don't care. I just played the game two hours ago. I had oh, to turn man. off my Game Boy Advance. I, I don't care. I no- know what I did. Notorious about forgetting what the hell I'm doing in RPGs. And I think it was one of the later Dragon Quest games. That Dragon would, Quest 8. Yeah, would, every time I turned it on, because I personally do not remember shit. It's, it's probably been three months since I loaded the game. And when I... When I load my Dragon Quest Eight save, it would kindly tell me what I'm supposed to be doing, and it would urge me in the right direction. Yeah, like it that. was actually a thing that you could read. They did that in Tales of the Abyss as mm. well, where with Luke's diaries, where you can just read. This is where I was. Oh, and you know, See, I'm you creating go, my own episodic content by playing cool a game like that. If it was optional, like and good. not yes. like whenever you start up. You know, Diamond or Pearl or Maybe if like there's a timer green. and it's like, okay, it's been like 72 hours since you played this game. Yeah. You might need a reminder what's going on, but if what you if just I got played hit it in 10 the head minutes ago. Apparently there's something, 10 minutes ago. I think there's something like that in Assassin's Creed 4 I was reading. Oh, Is I'd, there? I'd like to forget everything I do in that game because I really don't <laughs> care. I, I think I talked about it last week. I yeah. just want to be a pirate and I don't care about the story in that right. game at all. Yeah, it was like, did you forget what you were doing? And yep, you could be I like, sure yes did. or no. <laughs> on purpose, in fact, I forgot. So, But then it would just remind you. Well, if you hit yes, great. so you just say no. But <laughs> but the main reason that question popped into my head was because a lot of people were upset with Telltale because specifically with The Wolf Among Us, that first episode came out in October, 
Yeah. But then I, Christmas happened. Right. Yeah. Release episode two, you know, in the, oh, in the, yeah. in the oh, craziness man. of the holidays. Games take longer than a few months to develop. Oh, my God. But uh, <laughs> So earlier this week when I thought of the question, they were like, where's episode two? There, people were getting upset. But then, so we'll just lead right into news. Um, Telltale did announce that episode two of The Wolf Among Us is going to come out next month. Everyone's excited. Yeah. I still, you know, it's something I need oh, to play. I just don't feel like... You're right. I, I want to wait, just experience that at my own pace and not wait three months before, but it's hard to avoid spoilers on the internet, especially for something story-driven like that and The Walking Dead. So yeah. I, I just feel torn because I, I want more Walking Dead contests. I want to see what happens, you know, Clementine, but it's like I'd rather wait That's why they all come out. I avoid all live chat rooms from now on. I don't go to my Yahoo <laughs> chat rooms anymore. Someone's going to spoil. More AOL chat rooms? Yeah, no, they're going to spoil my favorite games. What if instead of phrasing it as episode one or episode two what if they just phrase it as like the second game or put like a, a subtitle or something under it it's effectively like, the same thing like it's the know. same thing well all and, of like the people, walking dead episodes were named well yeah so um, like it's just like it people wouldn't be griping and like oh man whatever whatever if it wasn't named if it was named anything else but episode you know mm -hmm. what i mean like it's just the name that's that's the only difference between that and like a game with a sequel right so. We'd be getting to The Walking Dead Part 8 really quick. They <laughs> yeah. they get that number, uh, that issue that games have when they get into the high numbers where people are like, seriously, Final Fantasy 24? <laughs> and I'm really still playing this. Madden but, 25. Well, that Madden. too. That gets the exception because futuristic Madden. That's right. Yeah. Madden 15. What else is going on? Well, you know, we've had some, some bad news this week in the world of Nintendo. Uh, I think they'd slashed their... Wii U sales projections by 70%. But the question is, why didn't they already slash those sales projections the last time they had a financial report? I were mean, they really expecting Christmas to like? They were going to sell six million Wii U's this Christmas. Rachel uh, sold a bunch at the yeah. store. I did. I did. A lot of people asking for well, Wii U. You know, the Wii U. I guess I was reading on the internet, and you know, the internet never lies. But uh, I mean, apparently, the Wii U outsold the Xbox One during December, which I can totally believe. But I mean, I just don't. They need to be more realistic, I think. I think they they sold three million Xbox Ones total. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Up so in one month, right. they sold through it. I think you've got how many Wii U's have been sold total? Like five million. Yeah, but since in, it came out a, a year, year ago, okay. yeah. the Wii yeah. U would be totally successful if they advertised it better. You mean like shoving it down our throats every five minutes on ESPN like Microsoft? I know. When I see more commercials, I really want to buy stuff. Yeah. That and Nintendo is sitting on a gold mine. It's mm -hmm. called the Virtual Console. Yeah, they, they really are. And, and they don't – every single time I tell someone about this, they're like, wait, really? I can do that on my Wii U? And I'm like, yeah, you could have done that on your Wii. And they're like – Whoa! Because like, the only marketing I've seen for the Wii U is on like Nickelodeon for exactly. kids. Like, oh the man, pitch. look, we can play Mario. And, yeah, it's, all, and it, all it is is buy Mario. Yeah. It's not advertising anything like to, you know, these 20-somethings, 30-somethings that have jobs now and they mm -hmm. have money now and they want to go blow it on something. And they're like, oh man, I can play the games I played as a little kid? Whoa! Like that, that is enough to get someone to buy something like that. And or even if they somehow like merge those two adventures where it's like the kids can play Mario and uh -huh. hey parents you can play the games like Just yep. Dance yeah like Just Dance <laughs> which didn't so, do didn't do too well I guess for the it sold yeah. well enough like not like it used to did uh, like those Wii numbers you know they also said the 3DS was the best selling 
thing. Handheld. Well, best-selling thing. Period for the year. Well, because Pokemon and Zelda came out yeah. even bigger than the iPad. Well, that's different. Oh, I didn't know what they considered. Let's not like compare thing. the sales to car sales and home sales and iPad sales. Right. Well, people say that like Apple's big, Nintendo's biggest competition at this point. So I, didn't I know see a lot of kids, that. you know, playing on their parents' old iPhone or yeah. playing on an iPad. In the restaurants biggest, and in the malls. The so. biggest selling item for us this year was definitely gallons of milk. So, uh, <laughs> wait, we do we sell gallons of milk? <laughs> no. Oh, just period. They just did period, sell more. Yeah. They sold more gallons of milk than Xbox One. Okay. Yeah. But Microsoft did sell more pizzas than anyone else. That's all right. They sold almost a million pizzas just from their just Xbox from their, 360 app with Pizza Hut. Yep. I don't, we may have talked about that last week. No, we did. That's incredible that they could sell that many pizzas in such a short amount of time. Um, I did the math, so I, I counted how many, not one by one, but I counted how many Pizza Huts there are in the world, and then I divided that number um, into that the 1,000 or 1 million, mm -hmm. and that's an average of about 2.4 pizzas per location. Mm. So, you know, how can they keep the, putting like, the that, run line running? Like putting that through Connect and letting you physically make your pizza virtually uh, just increased. <laughs> Those same store yeah. sales by less than point zero 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 one percent. So that's, I mean, two pizzas more is um is incredible. Didn't Reggie used to be like the he did. high up at Pizza Hut? He was he was a, a, an ad or a marketing executive for. Then why pizza can't Hut. I make my pizza on my Wii U? Well, Think you know, all the Wii U Nintendo so. will probably uh, grasp the concept of uh, digitally making pizza in about ten years. So right, I mean, you'll be able to. To say we for pizza delivery, <laughs> and it'll just show up and ready. We love pizza. We do, well, we do love pizza. So, uh, getting back to the how do you make the Wii U successful? Honestly, as much as I love the system, I hate to say I don't think you can. I don't think the Wii U will ever be successful. I think no. Nintendo is going to be lucky to ever sell 20 million units, which is how many GameCubes they sold. Mm -hmm. You're looking at a system that, for me, does everything I want it to do. It plays games, mm -hmm. and that's all it does. And I love the controller. I love the games that I have now. And I'm really excited about the games in the future. But I just don't see how they can turn it around. I, right. They're never going to get that casual market back. Right. I think they're done with consoles, period. And um, you're going to have to put that Smash Brothers out, put the Mario Kart out, and put a Mario Galaxy 3 out. And if, if those games don't bring people in, I don't know what will. It won't be X. X is not going to sell to no. anyone but the people that already have Wii U's. And I'm really excited about that. Game. So do you see Mario Kart 8? And Smash Brothers coming out in 2014, a proper Zelda title coming out in 2015, and then we say goodbye to the Wii U. Uh, By 2016, we have a Super Wii, or well, or do you think that's no? It? I, I I would love a Super Wii. Does it have a cape? I <laughs> think that if they make another console, they should not associate it with Wii. Yeah, at they all. really need to no, get rid of that. No, that their biggest downfall with the Wii U is not making it differentiated the enough Super from Game the Wii. Cube. Even if they called it the Super Wii from the beginning, Super Wii would be cool. I don't think that. That would have been enough of a difference yeah. between the Wii, the Wii. They'd be like, "What the hell is this?" Like all parents would come in and, and be super confused. People, parents are still are. confused. Yeah. So like they're not doing enough. Like they they never have. Like once you know the Wii U launched, like there's not enough of a difference for people who were buying it to know what the damn difference is between a Wii and a Wii U. Is that just a controller for my Wii? Or? I'm still sticking to my prediction that the Wii U, I guess, will be the last traditional home console for Nintendo because the next thing you buy from Nintendo will be a box you plug into your TV and whatever handheld they sell next will connect to it and you can just play your handheld plug games. Plug and play! You can just wirelessly play your games on your TV, like remote play, but it's just one device. Because the handheld market, they're killing it. They're not going to go away because they have their handheld market. It's just... 
I the think home their next space right now. Their next console is going to be a surgically implanted thing in your palm. Vitality <laughs> sensor, and then you can like it goes in your eye as well, which is invasive surgery, so that may not be as popular, but it's it's going to be something you carry, like Rachel said, you carry it with yeah. you all the time, and then jack in when you get home. And um, but you know they also said to uh, yesterday that they're going to be looking into new business ventures, and this hmm. is something that. We've never heard an executive at Nintendo say that they're going to be trying. Virtual Boy so, Part 2. Maybe. Can, can I play Mario <laughs> on my iPhone this no, year? Is they that said, what they're saying? They, they said specifically that that's not what they meant. Okay. And no one knows what they mean. Hmm. And I don't even know if they know yet. Yeah. Um, but Iwata has said that he's not resigning. That's good. Did they, he, did they I mean, hit their $10 billion goal or yen goal or whatever? I don't think so. I'd say. Because last year he said if they don't hit... Was it ten billion? Okay, now the end of the yen? fiscal year isn't over. Yeah, dude, we year still got time. Luigi. Year of Luigi ends in <laughs> year March. Year Luigi. So uh, Doctor right. Luigi has not really been out long yet. So <laughs> give it more time Dr. to Luigi save Nintendo. No, I... that, oh man, those L-shaped viruses. Yeah. <laughs> they will get you. But yeah, that, if we knew how to turn Nintendo around, they knew a year ago, and. We don't, so maybe they do. I think that all of us here are under the opinion that we don't care so much about, like, oh, man, this is a really good piece of hardware. It has, like, a really great CPU, and it run. you know, like, I, I think that all of us just care about playing games. Yeah, I mean, I still have my GameCube, and that's, yeah, so, that's so like a Wii, basically. Right? A, a lot nice. of people kind of... That's that's their excuse for the Wii U not selling very well is oh man you know that that processing power it's not as powerful as an Xbox One or a PS4 or, you know whatever I'm just like oh, oh okay only the people who hang out on like the internet all the well, time yeah. give a shit about CPU space like <sighs> that's, that's just, just that's an annoying argument but that's where we hear a lot of that stuff and, and, yeah. and that in the store but I mean like Soccer Mom is not going to come in and ask like which GPU is more powerful the well, right. PS4 or the Wii U I did but, have a Soccer Mom once ask me to go over the differences between the RAM and the different systems oh, right. maybe she was that one exception yeah, there's always one exception weirdos yeah. Yeah. But if you can play Minecraft Call of Duty and Madden on it you know it'll sell mm-hmm. but the problem is the Wii U had Call of Duty and Madden and, and it didn't. It's gone now, yeah. So. It would be great for something like Minecraft, though. It would. And, and maybe didn't, one day... uh, didn't Mojang come out and say that they are not going for the Wii U right so. now? I don't, I don't know. I I don't know. I'm pretty sure uh, he came out, what's his name? Uh, Notch. Notch. That they're not really like looking at the Wii U right now in that way. Right. So. Oh, we have some, uh, some other news that I've been waiting for this announcement. Uh, it's not related to video games, but HBO Go, the popular streaming application, will be coming to Sony platforms Finally. soon. Uh, it'll launch first on PlayStation 3, and then eventually it'll come out on PS4. Mm-hmm. Uh, no timetable on that, but so I know. I can't watch Game of Thrones in the bathtub on my Vita? Uh, you know, they didn't say anything about Vita, but oh. that'd be cool, and it probably would look better on that smaller screen, yeah. because I've heard that the app doesn't run that well on other formats that are not your iPad. So. Well, I don't know. We watched all of Game of Thrones getting caught up on my Xbox 360, and it looked, looked just okay. fine. Yeah. Good. Uh, the only thing, the only problem I had with that was just, like, the I had connect. to use my gamepad. I couldn't use my Bluetooth remote controller oh, like funny. I can when well, I watch Blu-rays on my PS3, but that's, like, but first you world could, problem. You, we couldn't turn on the Connect either, because at, at first right. we, we, kept the, we kept the Connect on. Yep. Because, Connect on. Well, That's first step. <laughs> well, because I wanted to yell at TV, be like, Xbox, HBO Go. I yell at my TV anyway. Watch Game of Thrones. But 
we had to turn it off because during Game of Thrones, it would pause randomly because... Any word that sounded like pause would pause Would the pause show. Game of Thrones. And they're constantly talking about animal pause in that game. So any, <laughs> or movie, the TV show. Anytime they say or something Or like about, if they're like, we're doing this for the cause. For the or cause. Like, or if someone gets sorted in the chest and, and they, they go, go like, ha! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just gonna, Both of those were accurate. Or, actually. That's you know, funny. When, when everyone starts clapping in Game of Thrones and your lights turn on because of your <laughs> clapping. So it's always annoying. Um, yeah. But what's more important about that news is Sony's not putting that service behind a paywall. No, and you none of their services have have, like yeah, that. Yeah, you don't have to have PlayStation you know, Plus to have they, um, watch HBO Go. So, and that's one reason why I don't have access to HBO Go because I canceled my Xbox Live subscription a while ago and mm-hmm. I'm not going to. I told you I'll give you my password so you can... Don't tell. No, that's secret. (laughs) I I think only one person on the planet actually subscribes to HBO and uses HBO Go, and they just shared that code with everyone. The HBO CEO said he doesn't care if we share our passwords. He says he doesn't care if we torrent Game of Thrones on the Pirate Bay. That's true. Just more publicity for the show. He's laid (laughs) back. So you do have to be online to use HBO Go, but pretty soon you won't have to be online to play SimCity. Finally, they what, are, a year later? Yeah, it's almost been a year, and they're finally doing the impossible. Wait, yeah, that's impossible. It is impossible. So they actually worked on this for six months, tirelessly, 12-hour days of coding, in order to fix the one problem that everyone had with the game. The only problem is that's not the that's one not problem. The, problem. They, the, the problem everyone has with that game is everything about that game. It's the size of the cities. It's the fact that there's no real simming or AI going yeah. on. There's a So when your sims leave the house to go to work, yeah, they just go to the first work there is. Yeah, they don't. And then go to when their they, actual job, when they go back home, they just go to whichever home they wanted. It's like it is like a world of insanity. It's like if we just went wherever we wanted for work every day, and then just went into some stranger's house when we got off. It's, it doesn't make any sense. And I know that's just one part of that game, but also but that's, the, that's one thing they like bragged oh, about. Was they like did. you could watch that one sim and watch him go through his whole life. It, it's clearly an insane person because right. he has no. He's probably they're probably all blind and crazy, you know, because they don't know what they're doing and they don't. They're, they're unlike like Battlefield, which is also a broke ass game. Dice yeah. came out and said we're not working on any other DLC content until we fix this. But SimCity yep. released. The Cities of Tomorrow expansion pack. Yeah, they did. They kept making content for that game, despite the fact that it was completely broken from its onset. And is, is this this SimCity trying to get back into the news and stay relevant? Because they kind of fell out. Like People kind of quit caring about SimCity, and all of a sudden, like, hey, guys, hey, look at us. Oh, I don't care what we say, but look at us. I mean, I just love the fact that they announced that SimCity is going offline, and I had said already that I've got SimCity offline already on, on my your Super, Super Nintendo, Nintendo. And yeah. on my GOG account. I've got SimCity 2000, and I've got SimCity 4. I don't need some terrible new SimCity to also be offline when I've got really great ones already. So, um, you know, EA, uh, they're in the runnings for the third year in a row for the worst company in America. Obviously, they're not the worst company in America because they don't kill people. They don't, you know, steal not, people's money. They don't, yeah, they, they don't. don't. T- they don't destroy your life. Um, but, but if you post on Reddit, uh, EA is probably your least favorite company in America, and. I mean, when you've got the SimCity fiasco and you've got NBA Live and you've got Battlefield, uh, Battlefield, uh, it's just they're making it a hard case for uh, for them to not get all those votes. EA is going to need to hire a bunch of people to vote for some other company. <laughs> and it wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. So, but it'll, it'll be interesting to see how the the rankings go. Uh, and, a, and some happier news: uh, a group of gamers that join together twice a year. 
to stream speed runs uh, of, of games that people love. The um, what, what's awesome the, games, awesome done games quick. done quick. Thank you. They they managed to raise over one million dollars for cancer charity, and um, that's an amazing feat. Yeah, that's awesome. To just get a bunch of people together, some of the best you know speed runners in the world, and a room in a hotel for a week. And see, what what's more amazing is three years ago, like I think they were just starting in like a basement, and they raised like eleven thousand dollars. Yeah, and then like. Now they're up to over a million. Yeah, That's it, awesome. It'll be interesting to see how well they do next year. You know, they they always do a summer charity event as well. It's usually for a different type of charity, and it doesn't mm-hmm. do as well as the cancer benefits. Um, so I'm sure they'll do well this summer, and I'm curious to see how that goes. But then I can't wait to see how they do next year because the cancer benefit always brings in more money. Do you think – because streaming has become more prominent just in gaming in general. Like, yeah. Do you think it raised more money just because more people are aware um, that you can stream games and absolutely. stumbled upon this? Or? I think Twitch did some surveys, and, and they conducted uh, or found out that a lot of their streamers have really reduced the amount of time they spend watching live television mm-hmm. in lieu of watching people stream right. know, games. And I'll, I'll kind of do the same thing if I'm just sitting at my computer and working on work stuff and uh, – you know, in the past, I might have turned the TV on while I'm working on my computer, but now I just put some random Twitch stream on yeah. and just kind of listen to it in the background. So, but good on them. And it was impre- uh, I mean, I don't know if you watched any of it. It was impressive seeing some of what oh, these I, guys I always, do. I've never watched like speed running. Yeah, I, every every uh, every well, six months when they do the the, the event, I tune in at random mm-hmm. times during the day and um, try to catch because they give you a schedule of what's coming but it's usually the games I like or when I can't watch so I'll watch the archive or I'll watch the live stream do y'all like it better when they properly play the game and just play it efficiently and quickly or they just like bug out and go through the walls and beat it in 10 minutes like what some of those games you have to do that right in order to, to do it as a speed run I don't mind either way so whether it's skill based or because of it's like glitchy I like seeing the actual game because then it's like oh man I didn't know I could do that that you know like because mm-hmm. that, yeah. I mean, it's it's fun have, watching people find the glitches. I just saw the other day someone found this glitch on Majora's Mask, which like cuts the speed, like the world yeah. record time, like kills it. And that's fun, but like I like seeing people be more precise. Yeah. And like when they when I was watching them play, I think Link to the Past, they were like actually playing the game and mm-hmm. like hearing them explain why they're doing these things and like okay, you have to watch the thing shoot twice, not to jump. Like it was really fascinating that they can do that and yeah. explain it. Because it's it's them actually figuring out the game and doing and it. And the most quickly. like efficient way yes. to go through the Which to me is more impressive than like okay. I've but pulling off some of those glitches is, and I beat you know, it in a minute and a half. Yeah. So. Some I of that stuff in Mario sixty four, even though it is uh, glitch exploits, really does require a high level of skill to line it up yeah. correctly. Well, oh, yeah, like yeah, practicing definitely. hours. But uh, yeah, just this one jump. But know? in a game where they're just cutting six hours out because if they went through a wall, they're yeah. not supposed to. Go. That's not as impressive. Hell, uh, the guy who was doing Super Mario sixty four this year did that those exploits, and he was playing with one, one hand. hand. <laughs> That's awesome. I saw a, a Punch Out and Super Punch Out stream yeah. where they played blindfolded. So, I missed that, but that that was insane. Crazy. So in Super Punch Out, the the guy who was playing the game got to the last uh the the last guy to fight. I don't remember his name, but he said that he never he's never actually beaten him, and <laughs> at least while blindfolded. Right. So and he played he played it blindfolded and he didn't miss a punch and he didn't get hit once. Wow. And it was just you should watch that in the archive definitely because it was insane. Both both games were played. By That's work amazing. So him actually <laughs> seeing the game. So I guess that game's just all patterns. Yeah. So if once you and, just get the timing. There's down. a lot of sound cues. Yeah. Oh so yeah. That absolutely does help. Play it 
earmuffed and, and mute yeah. and. <laughs> oh, man. Well, the only other piece of news I've got is that Valve is uh, backing uh, Oculus to help kind of push VR forward, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd read earlier in the week that they were seeking or, or trying out some of their own technology. but Maybe they were and they realized it wasn't working as well or wouldn't. Or if it's just splinter the market. Yeah, if we or, just have a singular one company pushing it. Because there's also a rumor that Sony's thinking of doing something like this. I don't know something, if that's confirmed. At CES, they had like their their stupid 150 inch theater, right? You know, for watching your Blu-rays in your brain. But mm-hmm. I, I didn't know if they were doing anything like that. Uh, well, a lot of people were thinking they announced that at CES and they didn't, so it could just be all rumor mill. Right. But you past them behind closed doors they gotta be so he's gotta do something else to rip off some other popular technology i mean the playstation move came after the wiimote like, yeah. so but yeah i guess if valve wants to keep that going if they team up for pc gaming that could be an unstoppable force i cannot wait to browse the steam sales in like a virtual world with my <laughs> oculus on my could walk around and just to grab what you yeah. want and put it in your virtual shopping basket and go to your virtual checkout. If I walk away from my computer, does it charge me automatically? <laughs> You're stealing. Yeah. That could be a game in and of itself. It could be. Run from the cops and you get the game for free. But yeah, it was kind of a big week for news considering it's so early in the year. Yeah, I wasn't expecting and that much. We're kind of coming up on the end of a lot of companies' fiscal years. March is always a big year for you know for new releases. and. Mm-hmm. There's probably going to be a bunch more news as we get closer to GDC and we get closer to E3, obviously. Yeah. That's the big one. So. Okay. Um, we'll take our first break. When we come back, we'll get into what we've been playing, uh, read some emails, and go from there. So stick around. Gameware Express. We'll be right back. So last week, I issued everyone a challenge to complete a game a in your backlog. Physical challenge. The physical challenge. Was yeah. it physically challenging? Was it? I did like 10 push-ups. Okay. Then you've completed your challenge. No, I didn't actually do that. Where um, I wanted to see, I want to hold everybody accountable for beating a game in their backlog in 2014. And we all beat games in our back. Wait, no, we didn't do that. No, all. but you started one. I did. I started. I don't remember which game it was. It was Metal Gear Rising. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. And that, that game's incredible. Um, it is exactly the game I want to play right now. It is a silly, stupid, fast-paced, over-the-top Japanese character action game. So the exact opposite of a normal Metal Gear game. It's the exact opposite of every game that seems to be successful right now. <laughs> because there's no story for me to care about. Well, there is, but who cares? So mm-hmm. it's just 100% about the gameplay and the crazy over-the-top combos and the boss battles. Mm-hmm. And I'm having a blast. I'm about... I don't know the percentage because I don't know how long this game's supposed to be, but I just got into the sewers, and if you've never played that game, I've basically encountered two boss scenarios and dispatched both of them. Okay. So, um, it's just great. It's uh, I know it doesn't matter to you, but it is a smooth <laughs> 60 frames per second. I just can't see that right now, and I'm 
I'm uh, proud of that, I guess, because once that glass broken is broken, it's I'm gonna be miserable. Yeah, so I'm gonna bathe in my ignorance as long as I can, or my naivete, I and, guess. And you know that Metal Gear Rising Revengeance recently came out on PC. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of folks that never played it on PS3 or Xbox 360, it's certainly available on Steam right now. But it is a really fun action game. If you like games like Ninja Gaiden, if you like games. Maybe like God of War because that is a character action mm-hmm. game, but I just don't like the tone of that series. How does it relate to the Metal Gear Solid like story? I have no idea. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm Raiden, uh, guy right. with a sword, <laughs> and I can run do. around really fast. And uh, just it, it's it's everything I love about Bayonetta. It's everything I love about Devil May Cry. Um, you know, I had this one boss encounter where this giant robot is firing missiles at me, and a, Q, a quick QTE comes up for me to do one button press, and then I'm jumping on top of this missile, mm-hmm. and then pressing forward, and then jumping forward to the next missile, just racing towards it while this ridiculously stupid music's playing. It's just <laughs> so much fun. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. I, I just it is it is an awesome game. If I'd played this last year, it would be in my top ten for 2013. Hmm. It is. I cannot wait to go back and play some more. Is that? awful song that's in the trailer playing in the game at all i don't know i haven't seen the trailer okay. i think you're confusing that with the metal gear solid five oh, the one we've already done three all the that's time that's right i'm yeah. sorry yeah. totally different game that yeah. song's awful well i've not seen that or okay. if i did i forgot but okay well it's, so, <laughs> so the music the way it works in, in revengeance is as you're going through the boss it's just guitar chords and it's just kind of background stuff mm-hmm. like there's no vocals but when you advance mm-hmm. To the second and final part of the boss battle, that's when the badass vocals mm. kick in. It is like it's like I'm watching a really cool music video from the early 2000s, <laughs> or like I'm watching Kashern, which was a terrible movie. I think it was Korean or maybe it was Japanese. Is made, it like an AMV? Not necessarily, but but almost. It, oh, okay. it, it seems like the music shouldn't really belong, maybe. Mm. But I'm really hyped up getting through that boss battle, and then lyrics all of a sudden. So it's like I'm creating my own really cool music video. Okay. So, granted, this is not a music game, but right. <laughs> it's just all of these factors are going together to make it a fun experience for me. That's cool. And it's really and fun to watch. Too. It is. I'm, I'm constantly <laughs> Renee's on on her iPad uh, doing iPad stuff, and then I'm I'm like, you gotta watch this. You gotta watch this. This part's so cool. This is, I can't believe this is happening right now. And and I'm so early in the game, I can't wait to see where it takes me. And mm-hmm. I think it's one that I'm actually going to finish, which I don't ever finish games. And that's but. platinum. It is platinum, is this, and it is so. How's it compare to other platinum games? I know you're a fan of that and, team. So uh, I am. I'm a huge fan of their games, and the last game I'd played of theirs was Vanquish, and I really wanted to like that game more than I ended up because I just could not get into it for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was because I didn't really grasp the controls. Maybe I didn't feel like I had complete control of my character. Unlike in a game like Bayonetta, where I'm just a machine with the combo system, and that's how I feel already. Right. And, uh, and revengeance is that I can do whatever I want and I know exactly <laughs> what I'm doing. And I just kind of, the first boss really gets you, uh, intimate with the parrying system. Okay. Because you can't beat them at all unless you know how to do that. And now that I've gotten to the grips with that, I think, well, so far, I mean, I can take anything on in that game. It's I guess that's fun. a core mechanic of apps. Okay. Well, in this game it is. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, um, but yeah, it's awesome. If you've not played it, I highly recommend it. If you know what kind of games I like and you like those, then you really should play this game. Okay. So don't expect some incredible story because I don't know what's there's there's weapons, there's <laughs> weapon manufacturers, and there's people with foreign accents, and I encounter them and dispatch them, and I've got to stop them. Maybe I don't know. So, but it's fun. Yeah, there was that French lady with the arms. Yeah, well, we don't want to say what happens to her, but yeah. she very interesting boss encounter where this lady. 
takes these robot arms and like attaches them to her and all of a sudden she's got like 12 arms and okay pretty cool stuff i am a fan of unique boss scenarios right and and like rachel i don't really like just some giant boss yeah that you have to like take parts of it Mm -hmm. away and kind of whittle down i like i really love a boss encounter where it's just someone who's similar in size to me but has weird attack patterns like old school really like older arcade games where you've got to take note of of how they're moving around uh in in the arena and how they're attacking you and just kind of use skill to beat them instead of just winning that's mega man what's that mega man yeah Yeah, exactly mega man so i love this game i want to play it right now let's stop recording the stupid show so i can go play (laughs) it so but it is good um but that's not all i've been playing okay i've been playing some old school stuff in fact i played a little bit of it with you. Yeah. It is yeah. one of the it is one of the most rare Super Nintendo games ever made Earthbound. because well, no. Yeah. And that's not too rare, you know, but because they made a lot. And, it, mm-hmm. and if if you may remember, just a, a side tangent, you may not. That Earthbound was actually available at Best Buy new for $10 at the end of its lifespan. They were clearancing that hmm. out back in 96, I guess. I don't think I wanted until at Best Buy until like since like 2000. Yeah, we didn't even have any around here yeah. until then. But no, I've been playing and you've been playing just for a few minutes. Uh, Evo, right? From uh, Enix. Enix. Search for Eden. Search for Eden. Because there is some story in this game. Um, pretty weird game. That game was really strange. Yeah. You start of, out as like a fish. You do. And all I did was eat worms and jellyfish. First, the well, jellyfish talked to yes, me. Yes, you in, you meet this jellyfish and he he basically welcomes you to this wacky world mm-hmm. and then the first thing you do is kill him and eat him mm-hmm. and then yeah that's pretty much all i did and you earn uh evo, evo points, points. <laughs> and once you earn enough evo points you can like ev- evolve yourself you can get a horn or yeah, you spend a- those points mm-hmm. on a certain body upgrade yeah so I guess eventually, I mean, I guess maybe you played it more than the half hour I did. No, but, I, I did. Oh. Actually, sorry. <laughs> so you never got out of like the cesspool of right the, yeah. the beginnings of civilization. I watched I, Steven play that same half hour. <laughs> yeah, I might do it again one day. Play I guess again. if you were really because it's one of those things. I guess like old games do, where it's like infinitely spawning enemies. So yeah. I wonder how far you could sit there and just eat the same three enemies, get all your Evo points, and just maximize your evolution. That'd be power. an interesting experiment. We should sit there probably for take. hours one yeah. day and try that. So. Play that game. But yeah, it was pretty, it's pretty weird. I, I can say in, in the 20-year history of GameWare, we've probably never had that game traded in until oh, wow. now. What made it so rare? I guess they didn't make a lot? Yeah, or? it's just got to be limited production. They mm. just, there was not a big market for um, evolution... RPGs <laughs> in 1993 where you uh, eat other animals. That was a very small market. Mm-hmm. Now it has grown. Yeah. But Spore. right. But then it was limited. So I guess they were just forward thinking. Those yeah. Enix kids. Right. We need these free thinkers, these dreamers, to make <laughs> games outside the box like that. And thankfully, we have them. Yeah. And they're making games like Octodad. They're making yes. games like Papers Please. So we missed that news. Octodad's coming out. January 30th. It right? is. So on, PC. on PC and Macintosh from yeah. Apple. Yeah. The famous Macintosh format. Oh. Mac. And I think we're looking at maybe March for the PlayStation 4. Okay. March sounds delicious for Octodad. <laughs> oh, man, but Nothing else to play PS4, in March. But I want to play that now. 
you really so, want to support the then, developer, you can double dip. That's true. Yeah. I might actually do that. I know Rachel's really excited about I'm that. We've so talked excited. about that before. <laughs> it is also one of my anticipated, most anticipated games this year. Yeah. I cannot wait to play I'm just game, so pumped so. for this game. I'm interested to see how it'll play on the PC because, you know, it's on the on the PS4. It's very about you moving with the different different sides of the controller. So like, you maybe, know, I can plug my DualShock Four into my PC. Oh, I didn't. I actually didn't yeah. know that. I thought it was only 360 mm-hmm. controllers. It uh, it won't. Sometimes it might map weird. Okay. Like when I put it in for dive kick. Make that even better if it's weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying because like when I played dive kick, it wouldn't recognize the joystick. But oh. you don't really need a joystick for dive kick. But like when I use the triggers, so of course it said LT and RT, and looks like the Xbox 360 yeah. triggers, not R2 and LT. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Okay. I mean. So. Okay. Cool. I, I I had no idea. I learned something new today. This and you can use your, your DualShock 4 on your PS3. We probably yeah. said that already a long time ago. And the guy like who made that's like my age, so that's cool. Yeah, so you can make a game if I you want to. Game. Yeah. You should make Shark Dad. Yeah. Walk around <laughs> eating people all the time, and people are like, well, that doesn't seem human. That's uh... But I'll trust you for now. <laughs> if you eat one more person, I'm really going to wonder if you're actually a shark or a human. <laughs> this whole new... Genre of games where you're an animal pretending to be a human, or a vice genius. versa. I don't know. Mecha Shark Dad. Maybe they should do episodes oh, where you're man. like, okay, this is Octodad episode four, where you're actually now a shark. Or maybe it's it's Octodad's best friend, the shark. Yeah, and he they has met to, somehow yeah. at the bar, and he looks. He's like, wait, you're you're like me. I'm not human either, and you We're seem to be. We're both pretending. Maybe okay, we should help each other out. We should help each other out. Yeah. yeah, we make new games every episode. We really do. Yeah. We we do make games. We make new games every episode. I wish John Michael was here because he, I feed off his energy. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> like a shark. Like a shark man. <laughs> like shark dad. Are you are you the shark? I yeah, I am a shark. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not a human. I suspected this. I you know what? I I fooled you for a long time because we you did have me eight fooled. years almost. Game over. So, but I am a shark man. And I admit it. So, sorry for the ruse. Okay. Um, How do we get to this point? How do we ever get to this point? That's a great question. If if you if you cannot afford a hundred and eighty dollar copy of Evo, I will give you the authority to just go download it to try it. But within twenty four hours, you have to delete your ROM. Mm-hmm. Or go out and or go out right and thing. buy it somehow, which you can't do. Yeah. Um, but it is a very expensive Super Nintendo game. I checked uh, on eBay, and in the past four months, it's gone between 120 and 180 bucks oh, for man. Evo. So, not to be confused with the popular annual fighting game tournament held in Las Vegas. Right. It's different. Although they should have Evo Evo tournaments. That would be interesting. <laughs> Who can turn into Shark Dad the quickest? <laughs> is what I want to know, and that's going to be the Evo tournament for Evo. Good. Um, did you play any more Bravely Default? I did. And so I can figured, you kill those snakes? Yeah. I can one hit a snake now Good with job. my ninja. And I figured out why I love Bravely Default so much. And we talked about it before the show. Um, I love Bravely Default because I don't actually have to play it to play it. Mm-hmm. So I can just, uh, I can level up my village or start leveling up a building so that I can get better equipment. And better items and better weapons. You're playing right now. I am playing right now. And then I can close my DS and go to bed like I like to do. And then wake up in the morning and assign you to help me build some other part of my city. I didn't have that luxury. Because yeah. no one else turned on their street pass before. Until I, like, it was too late. And I'm yeah. sorry about that. Sorry. So 
Now I street passed you again somehow. Interesting. So do you get two of me? Or yeah. Is, it just the same? You, is there a second 3DS that you've downloaded that demo to? Because now I have four people no. in my town. Some no. glitch. I don't know. It's weird. That's weird. But yeah. I've finished upgrading all my stuff in my village, you so I can't play it anymore because I already <laughs> did all that. How uh, have you beaten any of the temples yet? No. Or the dungeons. I, call I went into a dungeon once and I got. Um, like the sand, the one to the west, the sand yeah, dungeon. I went to the one to the west, and I didn't. So I, I just need to level, mm, yeah. which is what we do in JRPGs. Right. We, we grind and we level. Because you can, uh, the first dungeon it isn't too bad, but when you're about to go fight the boss in the second dungeon, that's when the guy's like, "Hey, you better upgrade your town right. because you and need I, better weapons." And I've already done all that. They're perfect. So those weapons are kind of expensive, though. I don't have much gill yeah. or money or whatever it's called. Because I, uh, I finished that sweet. So nice. I played through that. Um, ending's kind of cute and funny. I'm not gonna. I mean, it's nothing like sport, but I'm not. Yeah, so. there's an ending. I played about five and a half hours of that demo. It's pretty impressive for a demo. I know. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that game. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick it up. Um, let's see. Aside those two, oh, so when I used to write a column or two a week for the Reveille, my typing skills were up around like the 85 to 90 words a minute. Like I could fly on the keyboard, but since I don't write as much. The typing skills have kind of gone down, so I decided to fix that this week, and I started playing Typing of the Dead Overkill. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. That game is ridiculously, I hope, intentionally bad in the way of the presentation. Yeah, like the grainy or the camera. Yeah, I mean, it definitely feels like a Tarantino flick. Like, I assume, I never played House of the Dead Overkill on the Wii. Right. But I assume this is like the skin of that, but instead of a light gun or the Wii remote, it's words on a keyboard but the voice acting is terrible that's how the, it was yeah, yeah okay yeah, it's, it's it's ridiculously gory and bloody which is fine there's think, a lot of they swear words lot? Yeah. yeah that game on the wii it actually got the world record from guinness for having the most swear words. wow so the words the, the most amount of f-bombs yeah in one game you know you know how when you're on steam before you launch a game if you have the correct view it'll kind of have links to stories about the game Apparently, there's a DLC for Typing of the Dead Overkill called Filth, where all the words you type are all curse words or, like, innuendos or bad slang. It's money well spent. So I played the first two or three, like, I guess, chapters or episodes of that, and, like, I know it's supposed to be intentionally bad, but, like, it was so bad. I really encourage you to stick with that game. Yeah. Because I... Like I said earlier, I'm a fan of boss encounters, mm -hmm. and the final boss encounter in House of the Dead Overkill will make you rethink your priorities in life, and it's going to make you wonder, like, what demented mind came up with this, and is there something wrong with me for experiencing it? Yeah, it is. Because um, there's, there's, it's there's messed up. I guess there's three difficulties. I guess the difficulties determine how long or difficult the words you type are, and I'm playing it on the, like the middle one, but the hardest difficulty is called motherfucker. But <laughs> okay, so wait, wait, just okay. There's this really just god awful, horrible, horrible game on the Xbox 360. I, I'm blanking on the only Chimbara right Bikini Slayers that is on the Wii. Um, I'm blanking on the name, but that that game is nothing but like mother effer f f f this and be like, the pinata it's <laughs> gotta be that i played that it's, it's like grindhouse oh my god it's just it's so sure one god of war god awfully bad <laughs> on the xbox jurassic yeah. the hunted jurassic the hunted a lot of <laughs> what, what were some of the jurassic the hunted 
uh, they didn't curse in the game. Son of a biscuit. Son of, of a, a biscuit. biscuit. I don't know. That game is terrible. It's like the something. Like the. The Gears of War. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's, it's an the it's, manhunt. It's the manhunt. Very bad. I'm gonna think of this if if it's gonna come to me like two episodes from now. I'm gonna be like, oh my god, that's the game I was talking about. But uh, do you want do you want to Google it real quick and we'll come back um, to you? Uh, no, no, I'm, I'll think of it. Okay. I, I, I just, I, I thought maybe Steven would know. I feel like I've failed now. No, it's okay. Uh, think about it. While on the topic of Typing of the Dead, I played a lot of Typing of the Dead, mm-hmm. the original, um, you know, the original game. That Halloween costume. And I, one of my Halloween costumes in 2000 whatever was the guy from Typing of the Dead. It's funny because I texted you we should do that last Halloween. You're like, yeah, I did that 12 already, years ago. Yeah, I was like, I, I was already like, did oh, that. Damn. So, And that is a great idea to strap a Dreamcast to your back and keyboard <laughs> your chest and wear a suit. And no one knows <laughs> who you are. But So I really enjoyed the original Typing of the Dead. But as you played through the game, it wasn't just type the word. Mm-hmm. So when you And I don't know if this is the way it is in this game. But when you got to a boss in Typing the Dead, the boss would ask you questions, hmm. and you have to answer them. So does has this does this have, have anything not, other than just type the word? No, that's all I have so far. How and have you gotten like past a level? Quote uh, unquote. I'm like the like the third or fourth. So it just if it if it changes up the mechanics a little bit, I'd be interested to know because the yeah, original game know. did. Because the only thing that's different is you type words, and sometimes they throw things at you. And you have to type in the, the a letter word quickly. Or a le- letter. It's just a letter. But mm-hmm. the only problem is if you're already typing a word, you can't. Can you press escape? Yeah, and then... you can press backspace. Okay. But like by the time that you do that, then you try you to type it. Yeah. But I like it just because I like typing things quickly. Yeah. Mario the, taught me typing, and, dude. Yeah, and then the words they come up with, like I guess these are English words, but like I've never heard of this, and they try to put all the weird letters together, and it's not. But. Also played some Typing of the Dead in the arcade, which is in Japanese. That's the only time I've played it before. I played this one, and it, yeah, it was in Japanese. And it was all phonetically spelled, but I'm yeah. like, I don't know what these words are, so I'm just looking by sight. But, you know, at least in English, I know the word, so I can type it without having to see it. But it's all right. You know, it's intentionally bad, but it's still fun. Um, but, yeah. Rachel, you still looking over there? Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm determined. I, I, is it Bullet Witch? That's a good one. <laughs> I'll start naming all the crappy 360 Oh, man. Uh, I'm looking Madden. at... Madden. <laughs> it's probably Madden. Oh, man. It's not Did Madden. you play a demo of Bullet Witch? I feel like we played Bullet yeah, Witch Yeah, we did like play a, a Bullet second. Witch demo. We got... There was a street level... What the hell is Bullet Witch? It was really bad. So okay. it, was, it was like a character action game where you're a girl with a gun. And, um, and she's a witch, I guess. So, But not Bayonetta. And so, so we played the street level and there was, there were cars all over the street and we shot one of the cars up and then it turned into a 2d bitmap that kind of fell over. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, Rachel it's rogue warrior. I've never okay. played. Rogue it's God awful. Rouge warrior. Rouge warrior. Rogue War. Oh, Someone came in the store. store. Oh, wait a second. Warrior. Yeah. That was that old lady. She came in asking for Rouge warrior. <laughs> And I told her, so that game is so shitty, we decided not to order it. But this little old lady came in during Christmas one year, and she asked for Rouge Warrior. So I looked at her, and I said, little old lady, we're just sold out of that one right now. But you come back tomorrow, and I will have it in stock for you. So she left, and it was early in the day, and I didn't order real quick. And then it it was early in the day, so it was able to ship out. Mm -hmm. We got it in the next day, and she came back in and bought Rouge Warrior. and. Little, little old, old lady. lady, I hope you like that game or whoever you <laughs> gave it to. 
because God bless you and it's so bad. Dick Marciano's Rouge Warrior. So oh. on, I think in the computer um, we put it was called Rogue Warrior Dick Man <laughs> because Dick Marciano and apparently this is a real guy like it's a real dude mm-hmm. who who yep. worked for some kind of I don't know Blackwater undercover like murdering syndicate for the what? government and it, so he was like a hitman or yeah. something. So he got his own video game, and it fucking sucked. And the <laughs> old lady that. wanted it. Oh, little so lady! You just you just keep dreaming, lady. Bless your heart. We're gonna we're gonna help you out every year when you come back looking for those terrible games. So Rogue Rogue Warrior, published by Bethesda, which is a I mean, come yeah. on, Bethesda sure is a hit factory. I mean, they love putting out quality software. So, and Rogue Warrior certainly was software. So there was some other terrible game they put out around the same time. And I'm like, is this what Bethesda is turning into when they don't have an up? Was it Skyrim? No, no, no. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. It wasn't Rage either. But Rogue Warrior. Have you been playing Rogue Warrior? No, no. I just brought that up because it has like, literally like you turn it on and it's just like, mother effort this. Fuck you, grandma. I'm gonna murder people. <laughs> like it's really bad. And so, like whenever you, whenever Stephen was like, "House of the Dead Overkill mm-hmm. has like the most swear words," I'm just like, more than this game. Rogue Warrior was second place that oh, okay. year. So right. they, you gotta play it twice to get as many curse words. I think House of the Dead has over 350, which is a wow, lot. that a is lot a lot of f bombs because the game can't be that long. Nah. It's a cord. It's like a shooter. You know, wow. like each episode or level I played was about 20 minutes. And I think there's like 10 of them. Yeah. So. So if you haven't been playing Rogue Warrior, what have you been playing? Um, well, I started playing Persona 3 Portable. Awesome. I'm playing as, as the boy or the girl? As the boy. Okay, so you switched. Oh, it's so weird playing as the boy. Because you can't make out with Junpei? It's, I never did make out with Junpei. Wait, you can't make out with Junpei as the boy? <laughs> this game's not progressive enough for me. Man, Atlas just but... won't let me make my own decisions. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I don't know, because I know I'm supposed to, like, pick, like, a love interest or something so I can, like, maximize their, you know, arcana or persona or whatever. You haven't met the best character yet. Don't I, worry. I know who you think is the best character. But I just, it's, yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> I, I mean, it's okay. It's just super weird. Like, I just thought, I don't know. It's, like, I had to choose between, like, the sword fighting team and the track team instead of the volleyball team and the tennis team. So I don't even know where this game's going. Is there a chess team? No. I would go with that. And, 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 in Persona 3, if you play as the girl, you can pick the guy assistant for Igor, but mm. in, if you're playing as a boy, you can't. It's always Elizabeth. It's always Elizabeth. Hold but I like Theo better. Yeah. <laughs> So much better. Yep. Who's the best love interest, Renee? She was making faces at me as Renee, as Rachel was explaining. For the boy? Yeah, for the boy. Mitsuru, hands down. Oh, Mitsuru. I thought she's I, the hottest. I thought I was going Yeah, but she's a bitch. Yeah, I thought I was, yeah, she's she's yeah, I, thought I was no, cool on Mitsuru not. at first. Not where you date her. She's all like, she's actually shy. Really? Uh, it's really cute. Oh, okay. but I want to spoil more, but it's really Okay. Cute. Okay. Because I don't like. She seems standoffish, and the further you get into the game, you'll, uh, Okay. Because yeah. I'm thinking about restarting again and oh, just Lord. playing as the girl again because I like Theo and I like Junpei and this game's bullshit. No. <laughs> girl campaign is harder. Okay, sure, but, but I get to have 
better. It's then, better. Hold on. Then why not just transfer your save from the PSP if you're just going to go back to the girl? I mean, you restart oh, it so true. you kind of know what's going on now again. Well, the only problem with doing that is that I don't really know where any of my social links stand and stuff. Can't you can't you go in the menu and click S link and yeah, it'll know, tell you like, all that? I just I don't, I I I think I just feel really out of place. Oh, okay. I'm just so hope you save a little bit of well, time. Well, yeah, and would it erase my boy save if I transferred no, it over? No, there should. No, no, it, okay. it's just a different slave slot. Okay, I was just making sure. I'm I wasn't sure, sure if it just reset the whole application. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah, but I've been playing that. Um, it's yeah, it's really weird playing as boy. But um, what else have I been playing? I started playing Theatrhythm. Theatrhythm. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Theatrhythm. Yeah, I started playing that because I got it for Christmas, and it was one of those games. I was like, I don't know if I'll ever really play this and, and I, I do I was interested in it but I wasn't like oh, I'm not gonna go out and like buy it mm-hmm. so um so I started playing it's really cute I like it a lot um if you like Final Fantasy music that's all this game is <laughs> but I, I so how how does it play is it play it doesn't play like rock band or something so like how no, is it not quite it's it's, it's a it's a rhythm game yeah but it's also an RPG or it tries to be an RPG. Okay. Let's pretend it's an RPG. Rock Band is an RPG to me. That's true. Yeah. I made a character and everything. Yeah. But, I mean, in theater, them, you, you have, like, a team or whatever. You, like, pick four people who you want to be in your team from existing Final Fantasy games. So I picked Cecil, Terra, Squall, and Titus. And I don't really plan on changing that up unless there's some sort of... I don't know. I was thinking about maybe like Cloud and Zidane every now and again, but Zidane, anyway. So, do, do you, does that matter? Like who your character is, or is it just an aesthetic thing? Uh, I don't really know yet. Okay. Because I've played all of the available songs that I have so, thus far, and I can go. I can I can buy additional songs yes. for a dollar ninety nine. Our best value per song. Can you buy them all for like forty? No. That would be the best value. It would be the best value, but I mean, honestly, I've got all the songs that I really want anyway, which is. Uh, the Zen Arcan song from Final Fantasy X and Terra's yeah. theme from Final Fantasy VI. And that is the only two I really care about, so <laughs> I'm good. Do they have that Do You Want to Ride My Chocobo song from 13-2? <laughs> the really bad metal. That That is just the best song. They have that's, the- that's my MP3 alarm clock right there. <laughs> Every morning when I wake up at 4.45, I'm ready to ride my chocobo. Oh my god. I'm riding that sucker hard. All the way. <laughs> Do you want to ride my chocobo, Adam? They don't have any songs from 13 N- Not yet, they don't. But if they're smart, they're going to get that in there soon. Cause that they is don't the have any songs either. from 14. The, the first 14, not Realm Reborn. 14 has excellent music. Well, real, like the yeah, music, no, it, it yeah. is good. And I, I've listened to it a little bit. Um, and it's funny... Because I think they would just rather forget that that game existed altogether. 14 or... Yeah. 14. Oh, oh, the original. Not a Realm not Reborn. Realm Reborn. Right, because Theater of Them came out after that game was released. But I think right. they would just rather just forget all about that. It's probably for the best. The first birth. Yeah. Not so much. Yeah. Rebirth. 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 Yes. Yes. But yeah, no. <laughs> the they, second coming of Final They should Fantasy just 14. forget about that. But um, other than that, I mean, it it has like different... Like whenever you pick a like uh let's say you know you go and you pick Final Fantasy six okay mm-hmm. and um it'll start you out and it'll play like the introductory song to the game 
and you go in and you just kind of tap on the little notes. It doesn't really do it. Like there's different different ways that you play different songs. Okay. Um, one of them is like a. Are there colorful gems coming down at you and you have to strike them to the rhythm? No. Well, yes. Sort of. Kind of. Not coming down at you necessarily. So not like Guitar Hero Rock Band. So. No. Okay. But also yes. Um, I'm confused. <laughs> well, like they'll come. And I own this game. They'll come to you the side. It. And like obviously like if on you on the see, top screen. Yes. And, but you're tapping the bottom screen. You're tapping on the touch screen. Okay. So like you see a single note, so you tap it when it gets to the right okay. section. Or you see like a big long note, so you have to hold it. So it's more in with or, the rhythm, not within the precision of the yes. place on the okay. Yes, it's all it is with the rhythm of the game. Now certain certain things like uh there's a mode where if if the note is being held, you have to move the stylus to follow, oh, okay. like, where the whole held note is going. Th- things like that. It's, All you know. So it gets pre- it can get pretty challenging. Um, It's not just Honestly, tap, tap, does it tap, does it get tap. challenging? Renee, have you played this game? No. It's funny because that's one of those games I was like, I want to start playing this. And then Steven had already opened it and had it in his DS. I was okay. like, you can't play this. I'm playing it, no. stupid. <laughs> it, I mean, the same thing kind of happened with uh, Fire Emblem. But yeah, yeah I, it did. I well, we took it. We took turns. You could have just but bought two copies. I usually don't like. I don't know if okay. I see you playing something. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll start playing something else. <laughs> so Steven's one who played okay. it. I for played one it. hot minute. One. It was they had some Red Hot Chili Pepper songs in that game. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. <laughs> so yeah. But yeah. I, honestly, like, I guess for someone like you who loves Rock Band, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if it gets challenged because, like, I'm. I'm a, I played on expert mode, mm-hmm. and I'm 100%ing all the songs. So I, I, I did hear that it does get difficult though from one of our old employees at GameWare. Okay. Who, like he was bought old. all the extra songs. Okay. And, and, you know, I don't know if it's extra songs that are difficult or I not, think, but he was a Guitar Freaks player, and yeah. okay. you know, he he played rhythm games. So Would for this... him to say that it gets difficult is. Okay. Good. Give it some credit. Yeah. So I'll, I'll probably just have to maybe play through all of it on like, because I played it on the basic mode. I was like, this is really easy. And then I switched to expert and I was like, this is still kind of easy. And so maybe there's another difficulty after that that I'm just missing somehow. Would yeah. this appeal to someone who's a fan of music rhythm games or would it just mainly appeal to people who like Final Fantasy or Final both. Fantasy music? I would say both, but it's definitely playing on the Final Fantasy nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I mean, if you have played every Final Fantasy game and Final Fantasy is just like your thing and you've been to distant worlds and it, like yes absolutely <laughs> this is your favorite game of all time Right. but I mean as someone who does just you know like like rhythm games like maybe it'll be a little bit different mm-hmm. if you've never really played Final Fantasy because you won't really know the songs Right. but to me like whenever I'm playing the songs like I know how the song's gonna change because I've heard it a million times you know so like it'll Maybe that's why it's easier for me. Actually, yeah. I just thought about that because I've heard the song a thousand times. So, but um, but I mean, it's still fun. Yeah. So, yeah. And then. And then. You decided to waste some money this week, <laughs> and you bought a. I bought a Game Gear. <laughs> <laughs> it came with ten games. And how many batteries have you already burned through? Uh, actually, those batteries are still kicking. Oh, wow. Six double A's. So you've only played it for about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually. Did you play Lion King yet? Um, I played a. Uh, I turned it on to make sure it worked. Because that 
I played, Adam needs to see the death sequences in that game. I've played the Mighty Morphin Power up. Rangers game. Yeah. It's a good yeah. go-to starter. Yeah. What is the most defining game on Game Gear? Do you know? Um, the TV tuner. Yeah, you could <laughs> watch tuner. NFL games. Yeah. From the box art, all they have on there are NFL games. Well, so. one of the only Game Gear exclusive games that I really am interested in playing is um, it's The Legend of Illusion. I think it's called. It's either Legend or Land. I can't is remember. It a, it's a Mickey game. Yeah, it's a Mickey game, and it's it's just Mickey Mouse. Um, but it's only on the Game Gear, and so that's like half the reason I bought one. I was like, I really want to play this game. I played cat. Well, I played World of Illusion. I'm gonna start playing Castle of Illusion. I want to play the new Castle of Illusion. I the Power play- of Illusion. Uh, on yeah. 3ds. Yeah. yeah. And all the Epic Mickey games and stuff. So I want to play this game too. So I was like, ah, oh, you know, I was like not that much money and it came with a cool case and like 10 games and I was like okay I'll buy it okay so yeah well it's funny because I was playing this I was playing the Power Rangers game too and I was like how in the hell did kids like the crappy little monochromatic screen of a Game Boy when they could have like the full color and 16 bit of a Game Gear it's all about the game. Yeah, exactly. That's been Nintendo's thing. Can't since play Mario on Game Gear yeah. for the past twenty years. Can't play it's Tetris. Never, can't play Tetris on, game on a Game Gear. Gear. You can't play anything. Right. Well, also, like, well, would the Game Gear survive the Iraqi War of nineteen ninety one? I don't know if it would, yeah. but I know Game Boy, game Boy did. Has. So you know, and that's another thing that you know you think about as far as like. I don't know, like how we use doing now and, and, and things like, you know, just Nintendo versus other things. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh man, the Game Gear looks awesome. Takes just as much batteries as an original Game Boy does. Like, the original Game Boy was four. It was four, six, you know. It's, it still takes a shit ton of batteries, okay? Yeah. And, and you sit there and you think about it and you're just like, I mean, this thing wasn't successful, but I mean, like, it looks really cool. Yeah. So why is this thing that, like you were saying, that doesn't look as, you know, quote-unquote good, why is that lasting? Yeah, you know? it's the game. Like, that's, that's just what Nintendo's been living yeah. on. And so, anyway, it's yeah. just pro- no, yeah, that, I was trying to prove the point that yeah. we've been saying for the past couple of weeks. Right, no, that that is, you're 100% correct. So Wii U does have games. It yes. does. It's great games. I have like 12 on my show. Yeah, <laughs> but and people don't seem to, 15. They don't seem to care, right? Yeah. How do we make them care? I don't know. Care about Renee, how do we make them care? I have no idea. You still, uh... Sharing is caring. It's true. <laughs> Share your Wii U with your grandma. Tell her to stop playing Rogue... <laughs> Tell her to t- stop buying Rogue Warrior. Rogue Warrior. Rouge Warrior. Oh, oh, Rouge Warrior. She would love Wonderful 101. <laughs> <laughs> how goes your puzzles and your dragons? Oh my gosh. I found out that a bunch of my friends in Houston play it. So we're all, like... Playing together, Uh-oh. like getting each other pal points for our Ooh, like what's little this? machine. Oh well, whenever. So you pick, uh, you know, all your monsters that you want to, you know, go into a dungeon with. But then you also pick a buddy to go in with oh, you. So there is and some it, social element. There that's is why. A okay. Little, yes. Um, you can pick from like all these people that. Um, <clears throat> have also their leader monster out, and they'll give you like you know extra bonuses and it makes your attack power higher for whatever you know element that their buddy monster is. So um, it's been really good because I've had 
a lot of friends and we've all been giving each other these PowerPoints and these points you can use to getting rare, rarer monsters, better monsters. So that's cool. We've been scratching each other's backs on that one. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I love that game. Still so addicted. And mm. all I can think about right now is I need to log in for my bonus for today because got to get them bonuses. I get coins. Ooh, in-game currency. Yes, coins. <laughs> good. In Stack cheese. Three cheese. That's right. <laughs> so is, is that all you've been playing? Just just keep going further into puzzles yeah, and dragons? Is there an end game to that, or you just keep going? I think you can... Um, <clears throat> there are basically like uh, some set dungeons that you can go through. Okay. And once you're done with those set dungeons, there are also bonus dungeons, which you can access you know, while you're... You know, just going through the regular dungeons, but um, there's a daily dungeon, but it's, I think it's the same like each day of the week. There's Thursday's dungeon, there's Friday's yeah. dungeon, you know, uh, and then they'll have like events where you mm -hmm. can get rare monsters because while you're fighting like in a dungeon, there's a chance that one of the monsters that you kill <laughs> turns into an egg and you get that monster for yourself. Okay. So, <laughs> so they they keep you. Wanting to come back and oh, keep yes. you logging back in. And oh, yes, definitely. Are there because any in-game ads, or is it just strictly like to get your stamina back up? That's how they monetize it? Or? Uh, Yeah, that's just how they monetize it. Okay. Like, you can pay money and get these gems to pull their, like, super rare monster, ultra super duper rare monster <laughs> machine. Um, Or you can, like, you can pay in those gem or in those like magic stone gem things to replenish your stamina or whatever. So it's definitely got it all down packed. But almost every day or at least once a week, I get like a notification from whoever made Puzzles and Dragons. Hey, thanks for playing. Here's magic stone. It's for you. <laughs> and so you get them frequently. But I can see kids being like, Mama, 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 I gotta. Replenish my stamina. And I don't have any magic stones. It's only a dollar, Mama. Please. I don't understand what you're saying, your child. <laughs> have you bought her a gift card yet, Stephen? No. <laughs> She's so good. She doesn't need real money to play it. Oh, thanks, babe. You're welcome, babe. <laughs> High five, babe. <laughs> yeah, I was wicked. I so, was really depressing, actually. No, what? That high five? Yeah, real look, one? That. yeah. look at that. Look at that. Do you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> Wow. The power of radio, <laughs> folks. So. Okay. Should videotape I have an this. iPad. Maybe I should check I that out. I have a surprise for Renee. You should. You should check that out. Here's Renee's surprise. It's nothing to do with this phone. So, <laughs> you enjoy playing Puzzles and Dragons, Puzzle and Dragons, on your iPad. Yes. But I can tell you now that you can play Baldur's Gate 2 on your iPad. Ah. Because it came out... Five days ago, so we're gonna download that. My heart, so, so my heart. Renee loves Baldur's Gate two so I much, which it. I think is a bit ironic because it's a Bioware game, right? And now that's kind of a company whose games you don't really play. Uh, what's that Bioware? Well, what's they make that? like Mass Effect. Ma oh, right? but <laughs> it's it's such a different company from when from when you played those kind because you did play Western RPGs on your. On your brother's computer. Yeah, but anyway, so so I'm excited to to be able to play Baldur Gate two again, even if it's I don't know if it's a buggy. If by Dungeons mess. and Dragons, you know, like game, right? Then well, yes, I mean I played Diablo and I played Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate's an amazing game. And I love Baldur's Gate. The, and the I sequel's even better. So I'm like, <laughs> we're gonna play that. 
Not together, because... Though I'm not sure which Baldur's Gate I played. I think you played two. We've talked about this before. Please. But you loaded up one of them once on your computer. Oh and I was like, account. no, that's not the one I played. We'll, we'll have you look at the little character portraits and see if they're recognizable. Yes. So. I was a ranger, because rangers are the bomb. Can't go wrong. It's funny, every <laughs> all these old games are just cramming on the iPad. And a lot of those games work so well. I would kill for a roller coaster tycoon on the oh, iPad. Because it's just like the control would be perfect. You know? Right. I don't necessarily want to play San Andreas on my iPad. Unless you linked up a... I don't even really want to do that. Yeah. Let's just, you know... But, yeah, roller coaster tycoon. Anything that's, like, not Twitch-based. It's just, like... Yep. Set it up, let it go. That's where I really want to go back to XCOM on there. I just started playing Enemy Within, you know, a couple months ago and stopped playing that. How do you get back to that? Um, all right. I guess let's look at new releases, what's coming out next week. And that was the new release right. coming out next week. <laughs> they decided to delay Rogue, uh, whatever. Rogue Warrior 2. Rogue, Rogue Warrior, Warrior 2. 2. Return of Dick Man. <laughs> is, is, it's just going to come out in March with the rest of all the other movies. Okay. Releases, so. so let's go into emails. You can shoot us an email. Do we have an email song that you play? I should come up with one. I don't have. Joe Michael yet. was singing one last week. It was Blue's Clues. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. right. I need to go get that. Email. Here's the mail. It never <laughs> fails. Actually, there was a Guitar Freak song called "Email Me." Email me. Email me. Can I get the rights for that one? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure um, you can just take it. GameWareExpress at gmail.com is the email address. Shoot us a question, comment, concern. I don't care. Just email us. Um, Vaughn emails us with a Pokemon question. Great. So some people might not be aware of this, but Pokemon Bank has been delayed for almost three weeks with little to no word from Nintendo on the matter whatsoever. Can anyone think of any particular reason as to why Nintendo is keeping quiet about the app and its fixes? I actually know the answer to this. Uh-oh. Oh. Nintendo didn't realize that they ha- it's, it's an online thing, <laughs> and they don't actually know how to do anything online, so they forgot to actually figure that out before... Because that's the non-serious. That is the answer. That's the non-serious answer. So oh. I don't, actually don't. Know. No, I mean that Nintendo. I think that is the serious whoops, answer. Whoops, though. Maybe it is. They, they <laughs> forgot mean, to. I've said so many times, and other people, I guess, said it too. Is Nintendo doesn't understand how the internet works. They still don't. Like, well, they must because they put cat suits in Mario 3D World. <laughs> that's yeah. true. So they understand that part of the internet quite well. <laughs> but I guess it's just like when anything launches. I don't understand, especially a franchise as huge as Pokemon. That sold, what, like a million yeah. units in the first 24 hours? Why you wouldn't expect, as soon as you launch this thing, everybody's been clamoring for to get their old Pokemon in the new games. It just won't, the servers will get hard and go down. I mean, same thing happened with Battlefield, same thing happened with SimCity, Diablo. Any new game that comes out and everybody's excited for just crashes. Everybody's like, oh, we weren't expecting that many people to play it. Like, are you dumb? It's kind of messed up because there are some people that have access to it. In so Japan, there's like yeah. this limited number of people that have access to it so whenever you're going online to say battle someone and you're going up against like a dragonite you're like okay well before the pokebank i knew exactly how this dragonite mm-hmm. was going to work uh, or it could be like one of like a few movesets but now it's like okay there's like an inkling of a chance that they have the dragonite from pokebank where it has extreme speed oh, you know yeah. so it's like mm-hmm. is it does it have that? Maybe not. I don't know. It's very uh, chance it does, chance it doesn't. I mean, it was always like that whenever you're you're doing an online battle. It's the mind games, but 
you know, just, uh, I was actually doing Pokemon Battles with Vaughn and someone threw out a Dragonite and he was like, is it the extreme speed one? And I was like, no way, Vaughn. Like, it can't be the extreme speed one. It's so few people have access to Pokebank. And then sure enough, it's first attack, extreme speed. <laughs> like, dang it. Anyway, so, um, but something kind of funny or interesting. Now, I can't remember. It was on Facebook, um, but it was a screen cap from Twitter. And I can't remember if it was like the Pokemon official, like, uh, Facebook page or if it was Smogon, who's the competitive yeah. Pokemon website, mm. um, that shared this like tweet from Pokemon that said that the Pokebank will be uh, launched again on February 29th. Oh, they're so year. funny. So clever because it's not a leap year this two, year. Gotta wait two more years for that Pokebank on that date. <laughs> but um, so, Not yeah. sure if that was official if it was shot, <laughs> but if it's official, touche yeah. because it got me thinking, oh, yay, I'm so excited about oh, this <laughs> Pokebank. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> And I'm sure they're working as hard as they can to get it back up, but yeah, they got one guy working on the <laughs> on you know, IT stuff. But just like you said, it really sucks because it's like fragmenting competitive play because you never know now who yeah. has what. And I know it was in the U.S. has never come out. It's only been in Japan, but in Japanese people were wonder trading things, which is nice. But then that kind of throws. You know, it's something that's really cute. Um, that Smogon kind of organized was uh, like a few weeks before Christmas. They sent out a message that was like, hey, everybody, um, start breeding, you know, and making super awesome eggs and, you know, get lots of starter Pokemon, uh, like Charmanders and Squirtles and stuff set up. So whenever you're wonder trading on Christmas Day and after Christmas, all these kids that are getting Pokemon oh, for Christmas are going to get sweet. these awesome Pokemon, you know. Oh, yeah, that's really cool. So it's really that's sweet cute. that they organized a bunch of people to do this. And that's I cute. hope that it made a lot of kids happy at Christmas Day. Like, <laughs> what is this wonder trade thing? Oh, my gosh, I got a Bulbasaur. You know? <laughs> that's cute. So, so yeah, um, hopefully they'll say something soon. I'm still not five badges now so I'm, <laughs> eventually i'll beat that game and care about pokebank but what it yeah. but there's a thing where hopefully they get up by september because if you log in by september you get your free celebi i don't know yeah. if they'll extend that promotion or they better uh, i want that celebi man celebi's like i i i got all of i got my complete pokedex in pokemon red and i think i'm like three pokemon away from getting it in silver one of them is Celebi, and I'm never going to get it in that silver cartridge, and it makes me so sad. So if I can get a Celebi in X and Y, then I might feel some sort of like gratification for not being able to 100% that cartridge because I didn't have it in 2000. You start furiously tweeting at Pokemon. Yeah, I know. <laughs> get your shit together, Pokemon. But, so is there any sort of stupid minigame, maybe you would know, that I have to play to put my Pokemon in the Pokemon bank? Not that I know of. Okay. Because that was all that was always part that sucked going from yeah. like generation to generation. Uh, oh, that's the worst. The worst one was that one where you had to like catch them while they were popping out of the grass. Yeah. With the cat like the catapult. Yeah, like, catapult uh, thing. That's like the worst. Fishings for Pokemon. I was really bad at that. Yeah. Me too. Terrible. <laughs> but um. It was hard. Yeah, I was just curious because I mean, I have Pokemon transferred over from Ruby and Sapphire into fourth gen into fifth gen. That's awesome. So I was just like. Eh. Can I have all my Pokemon? That'd be pretty cool. But, you know, what are you going to do? Hopefully they'll get that up soon. Or hopefully we'll at least get word soon. Because just the sitting in the dark kind of sucks. Yeah. But. yeah. So thanks for the email, Vaughn. 
We have an email from Stephen Martin. <laughs> oh. That I says, that why is Resident <laughs> Evil 4 so good? That's you. Why is Resident Evil 4 so good? That, from my Windows phone. It's actually, okay. It's hey, real easy. It's easy to tell you why that game is so good. Reader, listener, thank you for emailing us, by the way. Um, the reason why Resident Evil 4 is so good is because it was masterminded by the creator of Resident Evil, Shinji Mikami. And he got to start with Capcom working on licensed games like Aladdin and Goof Troop. And then within two years, graduated to creating a new franchise on a new format with new type of gameplay that really no one had ever experienced before. So make a Resident Evil game with Goofy and Aladdin. I'd play that. <laughs> you know, And Resident Evil is not afraid to try weird costumes so but so resident evil 4 you've got the guy that created the franchise and he's got complete control of his team he's did able he to not do whatever make two he, or three uh, he probably did work on those, okay but so but anyway so he had and they gave him the chance to restart the development process because the way resident evil 4 was turning out it ended up not feeling like a resident evil game so they canceled it and then what they were working on became Devil May Cry. Right. And then the second and third iteration of Resident Evil 4 also didn't work out. So they just gave him the budget he needed, the time he needed to make the game. And then when it came out, it revolutionized the video game industry. And it sold very well on a system that didn't have a big user base. And then it came to a bunch of other, of other formats. But when you give someone that's very creative what they need to create a game in a working space the product is more than just what it is on that disc. So That's for any artist. Yeah. And that is true. So thank you for emailing us with that question <laughs> about Resident Evil 4. I don't think we talk about that game enough. So, um, and yeah, it's a great game. Play it on your iPad today. Go download it. I think the day... It's terrible on the iPad. I think the day Resident Evil 4 becomes free on PlayStation Plus, your head will explode. I mean, I already own it on PlayStation Plus, but for the people that didn't buy it, then yeah, you should probably, if you didn't play it 10 years ago, you should probably play it now. Um, But yeah, I guess this month is the 10th anniversary, right? Wasn't it 2004? That sounds right. So yeah, it's and so happy birthday to Resident Evil 4. Thank you for being with us um, all these years. And Kid, it, I didn't think you'd make it this far, but here you are, and um, we'll never forget you. So we'll never forget you, Shenji Mikami, you crazy bastard. Um, we hope your new game comes out one day, but I doubt it ever will. So, but he doesn't work for Capcom anymore because they don't. They are a different company now, so it is not. Yeah. Not the same company. Well, what are you gonna do? Shame, shame. Uh, but anyway, I've talked enough about Resident Evil 4, I'm sure. But um, if you have any more questions, feel free to email us again. GameWareExpress at gmail.com. Email. It's a great email address. Good one. So, let's, uh, have you played that game, Mike? Have you ever played Resident Evil 4? No, <laughs> I have not. You probably shouldn't even Maybe. waste your time. Oh, okay. Probably not that good. Yeah. It hasn't aged well. Um, let's wrap the show up with our special stages. I'll go first. Um, I know Activision CEO Bobby Kotick listens to this show every week, so I have an, <laughs> an open message to you, Bobby. Um, Bobby. Please do something with the Crash Bandicoot license. I don't care if you make a new game or give it back to Sony or Naughty Dog or whoever. I just, 
either want to play Crash Bandicoot on my Vita legitimately. I don't want to stream it on PlayStation now. I don't want to remote play it. I want it on my Vita. Or I want a new Crash Bandicoot game. I know. Uh, do you really want a new Crash Bandicoot yes. game? Um, Naughty Dog won't make it because they're too busy Wrath like raking in the dough was, with Wrath, whatever it was. There's only three real Crash Bandicoot games. I'm sorry, four okay. with the cart well, racer. Well, if you just ask for a new Crash Bandicoot game, that doesn't mean it's going to be a real. Crash oh, I only Bandicoot recognize game. three Crash Bandicoot games. So she's right mm-hmm. though. How do you yeah. know it won't be another imitation know? Crash yeah. Bandicoot game? But I just uh, cra- CTR is good. I know, so I'm saying oh, okay. that's a three and the cart oh, racer. I was about I th- to say. Think that Bobby Kotick personally traded the rights of Crash Bandicoot to. Brad Pitt so that he could be in Moneyball. <laughs> so I think Brad Pitt actually has the rights to that now. But yeah, this week I just really wanted to play Crash Bandicoot. And I know I could go buy it on my PS3, but I just Do don't. you you have it on PS1, right? Yeah. But um, I wanted to play it when I was out t- in Oh town yeah, we're on the road. Yeah. I have this tub. really cool idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what you do is you go out or or even, you know, go into the other bedroom and you get a duffel bag okay mm-hmm. and then i like this you idea take, already you take your playstation one and then this is super crazy you take the controller and the cables with you mm-hmm. and crash bandicoot mm-hmm. you and could then, play it anywhere and then you can play it wherever you want on what tv screen tell you what my ps1 no 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 forget i'm not that. talking about staying in a hotel i'm talking about like in my car. Car. my oh, ps1 has a screen on it whoa like, can you flip up, it up can you hook up things to mm-hmm. portable dvd players i don't they may Does look it have... crappy on that but i think you could i, I mean you, could. you know right if you really wanted to play yeah. it everywhere you could my little flip up tv on my ps1 looks good mm. it is nice it's like the picture i'll just start good. carrying that around super hipster. you cannot have my Shit. you have to get your own <laughs> sorry anyway i miss crash bandicoot who's next Oh, I Not guess Not everybody I'm next. at once. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to talk more about Resident Evil 4. Uh, yeah. So, everyone knows I like Operation Rainfall, which got us awesome games like uh, Zeno Saga. Zeno something. Zeno. Last oh, wait, Resort. Xenoblade. Yeah, Xenoblade. Last Resort Paradise. But, yes. Last Story. Last Story. Those are great games. Uh, what was the other one? Something. Pandora's, Pandora's Box. Pandora. Okay. Yes. So, <laughs> favorite character from Guitar Hero. Awesome Operation Rainfall uh, did that. But um, the other day they shared another, um, I guess, like team of people who are trying to get Sega to localize games like Yakuza 5 and Valkyria Chronicles 3 and Project Viva at second. Oh, so, they made um, another one? <clears throat> More oh, songs. There are many of them. Wait, I got you one of them on PSP, didn't I? Project Diva? Wait, what did I get for you? It was one of the Hatsune Miku games. I should play it more. You haven't even played it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go home and play it right now. Okay. Well, anyway, so they're called um, Segalization. <laughs> so, <laughs> play on words. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so clever. <laughs> you should go check them out because um, you never know signing that you know, change.org, uh, you know, thing might help, I don't know, make Sega see the light. <laughs> Sega is very much listening to their fans. Yeah, and if they there's one care company, about their Western <laughs> audience. Yeah, if there's they, one company over the years that will do right by their fans. Yeah, they, they really just want to make the people in their Western audience happy. So Well, know. also, I mean, like Operation Rainfall... What they've been doing is, I guess for Nintendo, what they did was they would do, like, uh, not only would they sign all these petitions, but they would do, 
like they had several petitions going on, one for each game. And then they did like email bombs mm. where they just a bunch of people collectively would email. Emails the to the White House. Yeah. Listen up, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> we want to play the new Yakuza game. And they would organize like uh, like mail bombs. Like did everyone they, on the same day send mail to yeah. Nintendo. They did, did they that actually any, um, recently any to Konami or? for Sakoden. I'm cutting you off because That's you're just being a goofball. Um, <laughs> so... I mean, they got stuff done, so maybe Segalization can get something done. You never know. I mean, if you just try it, just... It just takes a minute of your time. It just takes a minute <laughs> of minute your time. Starlight, too. Yeah, all these great so, games. Guys, if you just sign this petition, Nintendo has to make a Pokemon MMO for your home console. Oh, my. You know... Say goodbye to life. I sit, I sit there thinking to myself the other day. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm playing Persona, and this is fun. And ba, I looked up ba, the Persona... Ba. Looked at the Persona dancing on that trailer, and I was like, this is so cute. And looked at the Persona Q trailer, and I'm like, man, it's going to be really great when this game doesn't come out in North America because this game's owned by Sega. (gasps) (laughs) I really wish I didn't have that mentality, but I just, I do. I'm just like, man, this game looks so cute. It's going to be so great when I can't play it. It was a really sad moment. I should stop being so negative. I'm depressed Maybe they will. Maybe they will release it in North America. We That's gotta all. give them a chance, you know. Yeah. Just give them a chance. Well, well, uh, we don't have to worry about it being announced for North America because it totally is. It's totally gonna be announced for North America. It's just never gonna come out. So, just or, like or Chuck might, Rock too. I should just stop being negative. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I just I it, it's like you um it's like that thing you know Sega and it's just like you know they rub you wrong the wrong the one way that one time. You're just like, I don't, I don't I feel that way about Capcom. Yeah. So. Sonic Unleashed. Sorry. Never again. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, so who's next now? Steve So, if you Steve like Bot. listening to our wonderful voices, or at least half of our voices, and you'd like to meet us in person, you can <gasps> find us at Comic Con New Orleans on February 7th, 8th, and 9th. Um, so, we'll, we'll be there in person, signing things for free. That's true. Because why would you want us to sign anything? And we'll have a booth. Signing pictures of our wedding photos. Yes. <laughs> Renee and I will have a booth in the Artist Alley at Comic-Con in New Orleans. And uh, we'll be there most of the weekend. Uh, we've got tickets to see Beauty and the Beast Friday night. Oh, so we won't be at our table then. But we hope to see a lot of you that listen there. And we know we will. Um, but, I mean, reasons, other reasons to go to Comic-Con include... Yes. Uh, Doctor, I think Who, Man. Doctor Who, Mr. Man. Who, Matt Smith, Matthew Smith from television. <clears throat> also, uh, a bunch of people from Walking Dead. The Man Walking Without Dead. a Hand will be there. <laughs> yeah. and the Bald Man. I saw today the or the Green Ranger. It was announced. Uh, um, John Madden himself. Shoes. What's uh, Stan Lee will be there? Yep. Oh, he will. Yes. Oh, I didn't know. Um. Anyway, it's the guy who did. The voice of one of the toys in Toy Story. Oh, John, yeah, John Ratzenberger. Yeah. From Cheers. He's a voice in like every Pixar film. He is film. a voice in everything. Is he in Planes? That's not That's a Pixar not film. Pixar. You're right. That's yeah. Disney yeah. Toon Studio or whatever. Was he in uh, Wreck-It Ralph? That's a good Pixar movie. No, it wasn't yeah. a Pixar movie either. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, well, whatever. <laughs> Go whatever you say. <laughs> So yeah, check us out there. We'll be there all weekend, and we'll have lots of fun. You can hang out with us. You can uh, buy us dinner. 
if you want. You could do that. You know. I want to go. Tickets are just kind of... Maybe we'll just go on one day. Dude, yeah. just crash. Just go and be like, I already got a pass. Just let me <laughs> in. My buddy in the food court's got it. Can I, I just knew a guy who slept under one of the tables in the artist alley at MechaCon. <laughs> wow. And he, he went to MechaCon every single day and did not pay a dime. That he is genius. snuck into the artist alley and just slept under one of the tables. <laughs> and just stayed right. there. All right, Rachel, yeah. your turn. Uh, Bring us home. I didn't have anything awesome. I don't know Do we have a Fantasy cool. Star update on the progress of no. bringing that local? No. Um, let's see. We uh been doing a lot of wedding stuff recently. Yeah, planning, we're getting planning married. A wedding. We're getting married. Gonna get married. What's that song? Like? Going to the chapel. That's my favorite wedding song. Going to the chapel. I'll spare you. I won't sing anymore. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so I've been doing all that. And today, because, you know, we're, we plan on taking a honeymoon in Disney World and doing all that. So today, I've been planning out how I'm going to be a raging alcoholic for a single day That's and spend cool. like $200 on liquor. Because um, Epcot and Disney World has a world showcase where you go around to like different countries and you you know can sample their kinds of food and their kinds of drinks and, and you or know, all of their alcohol or all of their alcohol that they <laughs> offer. So that's I've been looking into doing that and that sounds fun. Spending yeah. too much money on that. For you, Steven. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Do they have like a wheelbarrow that I could lay in while they like wheel me to the next country <laughs> no. so that I don't have to walk? What if I fall in that enchanted water lagoon <laughs> where all the fireworks <laughs> poison goes into? Like it's if you, I think if you touch that water, you're like your your hand will fall off from all the the, the gunpowder that's probably in the. Well, like the mermaids and Hook come out of yes, that water and it, it breathe. It is a like lucid makeout session with mermaids. <laughs> Pretty much what happens when you fall in any attraction at Disney World. You kind of you wake up with a memory of what may have happened. And your pants fit differently. So, <laughs> congratulations to you two. Thank you. Oh, you get to host so. the show that week, I guess. Yeah. Or you that can have is going to be nuts. You guys can't. We're <laughs> gonna. It's gonna be soundboard and music and stupid shit. And you're yeah, yep. It's gonna be so much fun. Can't I'm gonna have to. surprise guests for everyone. We're gonna have celebrities. <laughs> I'm gonna take live phone calls. It's gonna be a complete. Not that I, I love this show, but. When I've got reins of that episode, it is going to be a completely different experience. The wacky world of Steve Martin. We might even do like a, I don't know, like we'll, we'll do the whole episode at some bar or something. So it's, <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Stay tuned. Keep listening. Don't stop. That'll be in May. So you have, yeah, you have, you have, you have, you have a few months to look forward to that. Or so Stephen has a few months to plan the demise of oh, yeah. everything. I don't know. It's going to go down in flames. <laughs> But until then, uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Arinder. I'm at Use the Triforce. I am unbanned from Twitter because I was banned <laughs> for a little banned. while. Yeah, that's funny. It was weird. I uh, sent an uh, email to Twitter. I was like, hey, why am I banned? And they were like, oh, sorry. We had you like lumped with a giant group of like Bots scammers. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, please unban me. So I am at Nitchakone. And I am at Steve Gameware. And you can find Gameware on Facebook, facebook.com slash gamewarebr. Stop by the store. And that's it. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much uh, for joining me, like every week, guys. Thank you. And uh, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Gameware Express. Until then, have a great weekend.
See you then.